Welcome to the Promethean Perspective, a podcast formulated to engage the world's mindset by respecting all perspectives and defending your own in the process. I'm your host, Emily Rybeck, and I'm thrilled to share my perspective with y'all. Join me as we discover the beauty in the basic, the creativity in the crazy, the simplicity of service, exuberance of existing, and the magnitude of Christ's majesty. We're going to discuss multitudinous topics and challenging viewpoints. By doing so, I hope to empower individuals by encouraging bold perspectives on the many realms of life. So whether you're driving to work, going for a run, or settling down with a nice warm cup of coffee, sit down or stand up, whichever you prefer, and enjoy. All right, let's do this. Thank you so much, dear friends, for joining me for another episode here on the Promethean Perspective. I am so excited to be doing today's episode. Now, I love doing these episodes here on the Promethean Perspective. They are so inspiring and encouraging for me to definitely pursue this journey that God has called me on. And I cannot tell you how much I appreciate everybody's support in doing it. Um, The listeners have been so kind in their feedback and their ratings. And not that that was why I was doing any of this, but just to definitely see like, um, I guess, a yes to God really start to bear fruit. It's been such a beautiful thing. And I just wanted to say, if you did not know, if you would like to support this podcast in any way, if this podcast has blessed you in any way, has inspired you, um, has motivated you, or just brought you close to our Lord in any way, um, just remember that that is our Lord working through me in in the slightest way that he can. Um, But if it has, would you please consider giving back so that the podcast can continue to go? Um, There's I guess you could say um, necessary uh, means that the podcast has to fulfill, such as editing tools and editing editing um, editing software and time and and all of these kind of things that go into making a podcast and broadcasting the podcast and and definitely um, this podcast is a nonprofit podcast. So if you could do anything in your power to support the podcast and to give back a little, um, you can definitely do so, especially if you feel that God has called you to do so. So there's a few ways that you can do this, and I just want to um, put them out there before we go into today's episode. But the first being, if you go to anchor.fm and search uh, slash Promethean Perspective, um, the webpage for this podcast will pop up, and there will be a icon that you can click on that it says sponsor or um uh, leave a donation. So you can choose either one of those. You can make a one-time donation. You can become a subscriber and do monthly donations. Whatever you feel God is calling you to, I highly would uh, highly encourage you, but I also really appreciate from the depths of my heart any contributions that you can make. Secondly, um, if you listen to me on iTunes, then you can definitely leave a, la- a rating and review there. And what that does is that it makes the podcast a little bit more popular so that other people are able to hear this. And that way we can reach even more souls with our mission to evangelize all over the world, which is super awesome. Also, um, Anchor, if you go to the physical Anchor app to listen to podcasts. There is a place within the Anchor app where 
on every episode, you can leave a voice feedback. And if you would like, I can even feature that feedback in one of the episodes. But you can also just leave a written feedback. Uh, you can leave a rating there as well. And that as well lets me know um, how you guys are enjoying the content. And also, it gives us a little bit of a better chance to be noticed by other members of the world. And I, oh yes, last one, Apple Podcasts, you can leave a rating or review there as well. And you can also become a subscriber there. So thank you so much for all of you that have done so already. And thank you so much to all of you that are considering doing so. I would really appreciate it. And I truly appreciate all of you as brothers and sisters in Christ that are supporting me on this journey that God has called me to. Diving into today's topic, I am so excited to be doing uh, this particular episode. It has a very special place within my heart. And I really wanted to share it with you. Um, so for those of you that don't know, today is actually Divine Mercy Sunday. And if you're not Catholic, you may have never heard of this before because within the Catholic calendar, we have certain feast days, certain solemnities that we celebrate that a lot of other uh, denominations or religions don't. Um, so this is just something that we definitely do as Catholics. And it's the week after Easter that we celebrate this. And it has a lot to do Essentially, it was a mission uh, purpose motivated and founded by St. Faustina. And if you don't know St. Faustina, um, she was a Polish nun um, in the 1900s. And she actually, her name before she became um, Sister Faustina was Helena. And I love St. Helen of the Cross. I think that she has a mother of St. Augustine. Um, not Augustine, sorry, Constantine. <laughs> um, was a beautiful example of the faith and she was very persistent in the faith so i i'm very drawn to saint helen to begin with and so now uh helena saint sister faustina i'm also very um devoted to and i'm i'm quite close to her um spiritually and i relate a lot to her because of her polish heritage and ancestry um because i myself am very uh fluently polish and uh prussian in that area and so her her life and her mission but also just her submission like um, I guess like from the age she was seven, she wanted to become a nun and she never gave up that desire. She never gave up that dream and she chased after it until she could eventually do it. And I think a lot of times we give up on our dreams because they may take too long to complete or they don't seem like they're possible anywhere in the near future. Um, so I really appreciate that um, this aspect of continuing and pursuing and, and keeping at it and being vigilant with what our Lord calls us to um, is definitely a very um, important thing that we have to, all have to discern and it has definitely been something that's been weighing heavily on my heart about uh, remaining vigilant and staying steadfast because it's not easy all the time. It's definitely not easy uh, to hold out on dreams that you feel like the Lord is calling you to. So I really admire that aspect of Sister Faustina and, and through kind of assimilating to her uh, through her own vocation story and her own longing for Christ, um, I've been able, she's been a, a spiritual companion for me uh, recently in life, which if you don't already have a spiritual companion, I would highly recommend that you find someone, uh, a saint, um, a religious uh, superior or someone that was a member of the faith that has passed away, lived an exemplar life of holiness and dignity, and select them as a spiritual companion to f- to follow after in certain situations and to guide and to just really help support you and encourage you along your, uh, along your path. So something I want to do that I think is really important is I want to start every podcast episode now with a prayer. Um, the reason being that 
basically everything that we do as humans is is a chance to pray to God. And so I know that I've expressed that this podcast is solely for God. This is why I'm doing any of this, um, to spread his love, to spread his word, to spread what he puts on my heart. And I want to make sure that we are including all of what we say here has a prayer to our Lord, has a, has a beautiful bouquet of flowers that we can offer him. So I selected this prayer that I found on the back of a St. Faustina prayer card. Um, so it's a prayer to obtain graces through the intercession of St. Faustina. And I thought it'd be a beautiful prayer to say today on Divine Mercy Sunday. So, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. O Jesus, who filled St. Faustina with profound veneration for your boundless mercy, deign, if it be your Holy Spirit, holy will, to grant her, and grant me, through her intercession, the grace for which I fervently pray. My sins render me unworthy of your mercy, but be mindful of St. Faustina's spirit of sacrifice and self-denial, and reward her virtue by granting the petition which, with childlike trust, I present to you through her intercession. St. Faustina, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. So, moving into today's topic fully, um, if you are not Catholic, um, today uh, I want to talk about the Divine Mercy Chapel, but if you are not Catholic, you may um, not know what the Divine Mercy image is. You may have never seen it before. Um, So, actually, for the profile picture for this podcast, I will actually put the image of the Divine Mercy um, so that you can see it, and it is quite beautiful. It is truly something to be pondered about. It is a vision that Saint Faustina had, and was it was painted. Um, it reveals the Lord standing with his side opened by the lance that uh, opened his side and wounded him at at the cross at the crucifixion. And out came blood and water. If you remember that um, scriptural verse, where out came blood and water, and they said, truly, this was the Son of God. And so this image represents that, where the blood and water is, is shining forth, is illuminating forth from his side. And the blood represents the sacrifice, the sacrificial lamb that Christ was for all of humanity, how he died for our sins, and how he took away um, our, our, our debts. And he offers us salvation through the sacrifice of his blood. Um and then the water represents the purification of his death purifies our lives. It gives us purpose. It gives us the opportunity to be purified. Um, and how, like with baptism, it purifies us from original sin. Um, uh, water gives life to all things. And water is needed to survive. And, and water is eternal. There's eternal life. And a lot of significance be- behind um the symbolic reference of water. So the blood and water that gushes forth from the side that was pierced for our sake um, is seen in the image. Also at the bottom of the image, something that you will always see is um, Jesus, I trust in you, written at the base of the image. Now these words, um, they're quite important um, for a lot of reasons. I kind of wanted to touch on on that aspect of trust um, and tying it in really to like our Lord's sacred heart. Um, but a lot of times our Lord definitely calls us to things where we have to trust him. Um, and it's, it's a lot of times really difficult. Definitely. Um, sometimes they're a lot easier than others. There's certain situations where it's easier to trust our Lord because of, I guess, the circumstances. 
Um, also, it may not be as important or it may not be as a scary act of trust. Um, but I think first there has to be this realization of, Lord, where in my life have I not trusted you? Uh, when was there times where I didn't trust? Where did, when were there times when I, I thought that I couldn't trust you? Is it right now? Is it an experience I had as a child? Is it some dramatic um, hurt that I've gone through, some kind of trauma, um, forgiveness, uh, something that I'm, I'm holding on to? Uh, what, where am I lacking in trust? Where have I lacked in trust? And, and where have I fallen off the bandwagon in regards to trust? And I think by asking these kind of questions, um, you can really realize, wow, here, here's where I was really reclusive when it came to Christ. Here's when I, I didn't put my trust in his hands. Um, and, and maybe sometimes we do that, I think, as a form of self-protection where we, we, can't, we tell ourselves we can't trust anybody and that we can only trust ourselves, and, and that includes Christ. Um, but when we realize that, like when we pay specific attention to the areas where we've lost, um, where we've not given Christ our trust, um, it's a it's a true act of bravery to just, Lord, this is where I failed to trust you, but Lord, I need you, and so I will trust you. And trust is like, um, it's one of those things where it's it's very, it's a very treasured thing. Um, when people give their trust to other people. Um, when that trust is betrayed, that is a very deep wound. It hurts a lot because trust is such a beautiful thing. Knowing that no matter what happens, no matter what I say, um, I can trust somebody. I can I can rely on this person. And when things don't, you know, when that relationship doesn't always hold up and, and that trust isn't always uh, given in return or it's not respected, um, people become very reclusive. And I know that we probably all know of that um, with our own personal experiences. Trust is a very scary thing, and it's it's a lot it's a lot harder to do um, when we when we don't have the means to um, rise above, I guess, from this this form of of uh, worry, I guess, anxiety. Um, you know, we we have a hard time trusting people sometimes. Nonetheless, a God that um, we can't visibly see, which in my opinion, I think we can because I see him in all of creation. I see him in every breath. I see him in every child. I see him in every every individual. I see him in every raindrop. I see him in every mountaintop. I, I see our Lord in everything. So I truly believe that we can see God, but like in a, a physical sense, I guess, where you can like reach out and, and touch a person. Um, we can't see God like that. And so, um, I, even though I think we, we can, um, he's not like a, an animate, he's not like a person like that. You know what I'm, I'm saying? Um, I'm hoping I'm making sense. Um, so it's, it's, it's a lot harder. Um, I mean, it's hard enough to trust people that we can like physically interact with and see, um, nonetheless, a God that is superior to us. Um, it, it definitely is hard. Trust is a very courageous act, but Usually when there's an act of trust, there's an act of, well, not usually, almost always. Um, when there's an act of trust, there's an act of sacrifice. There's an act of, of sacrificing of the will of saying, Lord, I am so scared right now. Lord, this is what I want, but I have to trust you. 
And I have to know that regardless of what the outcome is, you had the best intent for me. And I think if a lot of us, if we if we could see the outcomes of things, um, we would be able to trust a lot easier. But because we're so scared, we're so self-protective, we're so anxious, um, we don't feel like we can trust anybody, um, Jesus also is refused our trust. Now, there's another way to look at this. Um, not only do we give our trust to God, do we actually trust in Jesus, but are we trustworthy? Are we worthy of that trust? Um, and in reality, none of us are worthy of anything from God, but yet he gives it to us. So how can we make ourselves the most worthy of that trust for Jesus to entrust himself to us, just as he did to St. Faustina? Um, I think that's another important question to ask. Am I, one, can I trust? And two, am I trustworthy? And definitely a good place to start practicing these kinds of I guess elements would just be in the in the world with humans um with in little things you know they don't have to be this big huge acts of trust um but if you can do the little things then then you can work your way to the to the grand things for God and anything that you do through God is made is made grand it's given such a a volume such a magnitude to it because it is done with the love of Christ that is so profoundly deep it is an ocean and our Lord's mercy is like that ocean. It is so vast, it can't be dropped. It, it can't be ignored. It's so, sorry, I stumbled over my words. What I meant to say was, it's so vast that anything dropped into that ocean of mercy would just be extinguished. Um, I believe St. Therese um, said something along the lines of, if you take all the sin of humanity, if you take every single sin of every single person that's ever lived through all, all of history since the creation of man, if you take every sin and make it into this massive, huge ball and wind them all up together and they're just in this huge grouping of sin, of all of humanity's sin from the past and the present, and you drop it into the ocean of God's mercy, it will extinguish it will be nothing. There will be there will be no explosion or no massive, you know, squelching uh, of squelching of this sinful ball. It'll just be gone. It will just cease to exist. And this kind of imagery, um, in regards to our Lord's mercy, in regard to how He showers His mercy, and how we accept it through trust. Um, is truly a beautiful thing to dwell upon. And I think especially in the times that we are in right now with this COVID-19, um, it's very it's a very anxious time. People are filled with a lot of uncertainty and they don't have anything that or anything or anyone that they can trust or count on. And our Lord is just standing there waiting for their trust, for them just to utter the words, Lord, Lord, you are enough for me. Jesus, I trust in you. And and I know that whenever we can say that with sincerity, um, humanity as a whole will be transformed. When we truly believe that Christ is mercy, when we truly place our trust in him, we have nothing to fear. We cannot be afraid. 
So definitely, it takes a lot of courage. It definitely takes courage to be, to be trusted. It takes courage to trust. But it, it is also really important to offer your prayers along with the prayers of your family and friends and just anyone in your community to the, offer them to the sacred heart of Jesus that so earnestly longs for us individually. Um, offer everything, every kind of trial, every anxiety, every uncertainty, every fear. Offer it for the sins that have offended Christ and that it has grieved his church. And just find find time to reflect and say, Lord, this day I commend to you. I give it to your most merciful heart because you seek healing for those that are most in need. You seek to enlighten the darkness, Lord. Allow me to be an instrument to help you do so. And um, just always remembering that when Jesus is near, when we trust in Jesus, we are present in the light of his countenance and when we become filled with the hope of his heart and he rescues us from the darkness which our world is currently in it's in a very dark place right now but he is able to illuminate all things so as we pray i would like to end this podcast um with some words that i cling to in times of uncertainty in times of trial in times where you have to practice an insane amount of trust sometimes, giving yourself over to the merciful heart of Jesus. Jesus, meek and humble of heart, make our hearts like your own. Um, if you ever have a, a fretful moment, if you ever have a, a time filled with fear, and anxiety, and uncertainty, and you're really struggling with trust, pray Jesus meek and humble of heart make our hearts like your own I'd like to close with this prayer that um this refrain I guess you could say that Catholics often say we repeat it three times um so as you pray in the Father Son Holy Spirit most sacred heart of Jesus have mercy on us most sacred heart of Jesus have mercy on us most sacred heart of Jesus have mercy on us precious Savior you revealed yourself to Sister Faustina and blessed her with the gifts of your Holy Spirit. You allowed her to be living proof of your love, and so is the vocation that you call us each to. You call us to that love, to be stewards, soldiers, and disciples of that love, to be imitators of your merciful heart to all of humanity, Lord. Allow us to lower ourselves while placing immense trust in you, so that you and your glorious name may be exalted forever. As we pray within the depths of your most sacred heart, Jesus, I trust in you. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. Like I said, this is a topic that I am quite passionate about. It is a joyful joyful day. We are now on the second Sunday of Easter, and I hope that you are enjoying this beautiful life that God has called us to as much as I am. Um, remember that you're more than welcome to send me feedback at mothermary15 at icloud.com, and you're also more than welcome to leave rating and reviews on any of the apps or places that I mentioned earlier. So I hope that you are all doing wonderful and surviving this crisis 
Um, I guess people would say we're in a crisis right now, but actually I see it has a beautiful opportunity to trust God. So maybe that's a a way that we could look at things this week as we go into the second week of Easter. Um, So I hope that you are all doing well. I hope that God is blessing your lives abundantly. And I look forward to our next episode. Um, Until then, stay tuned um, and God bless you.